Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. Oh, we got hundreds all over North America. What's up, WEEI in Boston? What's up to the score in Chicago? What's up to my folks in Las Vegas and San Diego and Houston? Everybody listening on the loop. The zone. I mean, I can go on and on and on. Thank you to everybody locked in on the free Odyssey app. It is free. You can go ahead and hit rewind, especially if you missed a minute or a second of the show. Sirius XM channel 158. We're live there. Shout outs to all the drivers, truck drivers. People got the Sirius XM app. And then everybody just listening on a smart speaker. All you have to do is ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's holding it down on the boards in New York City. And we've had a busy night. Draymond Green gets suspended indefinitely. We talked about Bill Belichick likely being out of a job. It's been reported that Robert Kraft, owner of the Patriots, is ready to give him the boot as soon as the season is over. We shared with you audio from Ben Roethlisberger saying that the Steelers, that they're, they've lost their way, especially offensively. That Cam Newton, he went on a, a, I don't want to call it a rant, but he certainly took some time to call Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, and Tua Tonga-Valoa, also Jared Goff, just to call them game managers. Not game changers, but game managers. Oh, okay, Cam Newton. I'll certainly ask you. And then tonight, of course, I gave you a new top six list because it's what I do every Wednesday night into Thursday morning. We're taking a look at some of the biggest Cinderella athlete stories that we've seen in the world of sports. If you've missed the full explanations and the fancy audio and hearing from the names, the Odyssey app, you can hit rewind. We did it last hour. And number six, I gave you Tommy DeVito rolling on that magic carpet right now. Might turn into a pumpkin any day now. And number five, I gave you Brock Purdy. And number four, I gave you David Eckstein. Yeah, the little short dude who slapped all those baseballs around for the angels and the cards. And number three, Lynn Sanity, Jeremy Lynn. 
This man probably went on the greatest stretch of a anonymous NBA player, and it was here and gone in like a month and two weeks. And number two, lend sanity to Tebow mania. It, do I got to explain Tim Tebow? I don't think I need to. And number one, I gave you Kurt Warner. Literally. He is the true Cinderella story. They have made movies about his life. Grocery bags to the Hall of Fame. MVPs, all of this stuff. And he's a great guy. Shout outs to Kurt Warner. And so I'm going to get to more of your calls. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS. And you can call me about anything. Draymond Green has certainly been a, a hot topic of conversation. Suspended indefinitely. We don't know when he's going to return. He's going to go into some type of counseling. His agent, he, uh, Bob Myers, well, not Bob Myers, he decided to quit. Mike Dunleavy Jr., uh, the new general manager, they're going to talk to the NBA tomorrow and figure out a course of action to eventually, I guess at some point, get Draymond back onto the court, but he's suspended indefinitely. If I were a betting man, I'd say that he'd probably be back at or around or after a Christmas and New Year's. That's just my my two cents. So John Morant should be back next week. And uh, Draymond, I think he'll probably be back at some point in January. And by then, who knows? The Warriors, they'll probably be even deeper into the toilet by then. And then also tonight, what a ridiculous, Ridiculous night for Giannis Atetokounmpo, scoring a franchise record 64 points for the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks beat the Pacers at home. The final score, 140 to 126. Giannis, his numbers were crazy. Not just the 64 points is how he got them. He was 24 of 32 from the free throw line. We all know about Giannis and his struggles at the stripe. He was also 20 of 28 from the field. He had 14 rebounds, three assists, four steals, and a block. The game also got chippy here and there. Uh, Aaron Nesmith knocked Giannis to the ground at one point. Uh, Giannis intentionally bumped Tyrese Halliburton uh, to the ground at one point early in the game. And so it was a little chippy. What else is new? Bobby Portis was yelling. And so at the end of the game, Giannis was ticked off. Nobody knew exactly why Giannis was ticked off. And then Giannis went running off the court, down the tunnel, and then we saw like a, a bunch of screaming and yelling in the back tunnel towards the locker room. No punches thrown, no violence, but there was a lot of beef going on back there. And then Giannis ran back out onto the court, and then he had a he was he had an impassioned conversation with Tyrese Halliburton. And then Giannis calmed down, and everybody was like, what's the deal? Well, it all came down to the game ball. Apparently, the Indiana Pacers took the game ball from Giannis Antetokounmpo's 64-point franchise record night, and nobody was happy about it, at least the Bucks. Well, the Pacers head coach Rick Carlisle he decided to describe what took place after the game. Listen to this. What happened at the after the game was uh, was unfortunate. There was there's a misunderstanding about the game ball. It was Oscar Shibwe's first NBA official NBA point, so we always get the game ball. 
we were not thinking about Giannis's franchise record. So we grabbed the ball, and a couple of, a couple of minutes later, several of their players ended up in our hallway, and there was a big, a big, uh, I don't know, I don't know what to call it, a fracas, a melee, whatever. How could you not know that the man scored 64 points and would want the game? How could you not know that? How could nobody know that? And besides that, Oscar Schwebe, he scored one point tonight. Yeah, it was his first point as an NBA player. He scored it from the free throw line. Come on now. If you had to ask me who had or I don't know, Giannis, Giannis is one of the NBA's greatest players of all time. Okay, fine. I'm pretty sure he got a nice collection of game balls. The man scored one free throw. Is it that serious? Let him keep his shoes. Give him another ball. Let him keep the field goal. I'm glad he's, I'm sure he's just happy that he's in the NBA. And so it's been reported that Bucks security went and got the ball. Okay. Giannis spoke to the media and it didn't sound too clear. He didn't sound clear on whether or not he had it. Listen to this. I have the ball, but I don't know if it's a game ball. It doesn't feel like the game ball to me. It's, it feels like a brand new ball. Like I can, I can tell, you know, from um, I played, what, 35 minutes a day. You know, I know how the, the game ball felt. You know, the, uh, the ball that I have, which I'll take and I'll give it to my mom for sure. But uh, I don't know if it's actually the game balls. But it's, it's, it's okay, you know. Um, I should continue. I don't, actually, I don't even have the game ball from, um, which hurts me. I have the game ball from game six in the NBA Finals. I don't have the game ball from that either. Um, but uh, I just it's just so uh, fortunate I've never seen I've never seen this before I feel like you can I don't I, I don't know I don't even I'm not even gonna comment on that this, I don't know if I have the game ball to be honest with you uh, and that's what you you thought they had the game ball that's why you ran after them in the time I knew they had the game ball I don't I didn't think I have, they had the game ball I knew they had the ball first of all you cannot I, I don't know how it works but um, I assume like I cannot just walk in in any arena that I play and just take the ball like Dame was fifth of all time you know um, I scored 60 and the other day like I the ball that uh, they gave us I offered it to Dame like I scored 60 he scored multiple times 60 he scored 70 and the, you know uh, he should have the ball what is this have we entered into a ball gate? Is, is this what this is now? Giannis Antetokounmpo, he, he doesn't have the ball. It's not the game ball. You can tell. I mean, what are we doing? This is good for beef, though. I like this. The Milwaukee Bucks are supposed to be a good team. They are a good team. They haven't hit their stride yet, 17-7. and seven. Giannis and, and Dame still got some building to do. Not a shock. We got to play some defense first, too. And then we know hey, the Indiana Pacers were just in that uh, that play-in championship against the Lakers. Tyrese Halliburton is a growing star in the NBA at the point guard position. And, uh, yeah, the, the Pacers are going to be on the up and up. Beef, go for it. Don't do no Draymond Green stuff and punch each other in the face, but it's, it's nice to have a little bit of beef. Here we have it, Ballgate. You know, you would think that Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, all of his accomplishments, that he would be a little bit more kind of like 
All right, whatever. It's not the game ball. I, I got a lot of money. I got a lot of awards. I got MVPs. I got trophies. You know, I think he'd be a little bit more relaxed. But, hey, the man wants the ball, and maybe the Pacers did the old switcheroo. Now we got something to beef about. I don't got no problem with it. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. The NBA getting spicy now, huh? Not just Draymond. People getting upset over balls. What else is new? Let's go ahead and hit the phone lines. Let's talk to Kyle. He is calling from Dallas, Texas. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Kyle? Not much, brother. How are you doing? I'm excellent. What's on your mind? Uh, Man, a lot going on today. Um, I will say, uh, I thought your top three for that list of Cinderella athletes was pretty perfect. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change that. I would say I would add Isaiah Thomas on that list. Uh, not the Piston one, but the the one who didn't he have. The, if I remember right, he was just on the score. He had the scoring title back in 2017. Isaiah, what you're talking about? Isaiah Thomas, little Isaiah Thomas, who played for the oh, Celtics and bust his yeah, ass, Ky- and then Kyle, they decided he never he never had a he he had more MVP vote than Steph Curry that year, but he didn't have the scoring title that year. Okay, okay, okay. You're talking about Isaiah Thomas who played for the Celtics and played hurt and then ended up being crap, right? Yeah, yeah. He was was Mr. Irrelevant in his draft, just like Brock Purdy. Okay. So is is that it? Just just that, the other Isaiah Thomas? Uh, No, I would. Okay. I have another one that's. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We got a lot of callers here. You you shot your shot already. All right, all right. Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate you. Yeah, it's why didn't Chef? Why did the man just say the other Isaiah Thomas? <laughs> he said Isaiah Thomas, and he said no, the other one. Like, that's, just... that's a fair point, Jr. Jr. There's somebody we're missing, and I'm surprised this name has not been brought up yet. I can't believe no one's mentioned him yet. Okay. Well, here's the hint. He's got a feature film, and it's one of the greatest sports movies of all time in his honor. And he was played by one of the most famous actors slash musicians on planet Earth. I'm surprised I, someone I, hasn't mentioned him yet. I hate movies. Well, don't keep us in suspense. Okay. Well, I want to see if someone else can get it. Because this, this has got to be the ultimate Cinderella athlete. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's, that's the hint. Okay. Justin's here from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Justin. Hey, what's up, man? Uh... I would say um, to put uh, Nick Foles, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, the year he uh, when Carson Wentz got injured and he came in and had that uh, playoff run and ended up being a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, first Eagles yeah, championship. You, you know, you know his nickname, right? Yeah, I don't know if I can say it on this, but yeah, I know what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't say it, Justin. Look, good, good call on Nick Foles, man. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. No problem. Yeah, Nick Foles, big, big blank. What do they call that man? I can't say it on the radio either. I don't want to say it without getting kicked off. But yeah, it, it rhymes with Nick. Big blank Nick. Yeah, rhymes with Nick. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Perry's here from Pittsburgh. What's up, Perry? How you doing? I'm excellent. How are you? What's up? Merry Christmas. Hey, uh... No one's talking boxing, but uh, we had a local boy back in 94, I think it was, 
take down uh, the heavyweight championship. The the next fight, <laughs> uh, we used to go to my neighbors. We had fight nights, and we'd rent the back in the day. You had to rent it and do all that. And then he got beat by George Foreman, so that Michael Moore. Ah, or, or beating re- the real deal, right? Well, that's what they called him. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, we don't hear we don't hear too much about. And I don't about... even know what happened to him after that. that that's what the hell I was going to ask you right now. I, I, you know, I don't know where the hell he is. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, unfortunately, he always yes. he would never say. And he was from Pittsburgh. It, it was actually Manhattan, PA. He would say he's fighting out of Brooklyn. And that, well, I mean, it, it's. I mean, it's. If you want to be honest, I think it sounds a little bit more intimidating, now, doesn't it? You been to Brooklyn? No. People in Brooklyn got a lot of pride. People from Brooklyn say they're from Brooklyn, not from New York. Well, people from uh, Manhattan say they have a lot of pride too. So, I yeah, hope well, he's go- doing good. I hope so, too. And the boxers, they got it tough. Thank you, Perry, for calling from Pittsburgh. Hey, Perry, you go up to Brooklyn? If he was born in Brooklyn, man, he going to tell people he from Brooklyn. I don't care how long he spent his time there. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Ralph is here from Miami. You're on the JR Sport Re Show. What's up, Ralph? Thank you very much for having me on your show, JR. When sure. it comes to your top six list, I have no complaint, especially all the way down to the number one. And I want to add one person to my to myself because that, when he came to the league for the Heat, and that was Hassan Whiteside, and he came for the Heat with the amount of block that he was getting, he was getting garnishing a lot of attention. And after that injury took over, where he technically disappeared. Right now. I know he's saying basically out of out of the country, but that would be Hassan Whiteside for me. And as far as Draymond Green, I think so far when it comes to Draymond, he needs to think about it. Like his mentality towards the game is not the same anymore because that was straight defense versus, and you basically enacted versus a, per, a person just putting defense on you. So you didn't have to do that. Like there's a way to get out of a defensive, defensive situation and just sit down and just turn around and just slap a person. I look at the replay, everybody that's saying, oh, he ain't doing nothing wrong because that was excessive of it on his side. Thank you, okay, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Night. You can't punch people in the face. All good. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Ralph. I haven't heard about Hassan Whiteside in a long time. Thank you. No problem, Jerry. You too. Yeah, Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, he's just too big and slow. And now he gone. I think last time I saw him, he was, what, on Sacramento on the bench? 855-212-4CBS. Michael is calling from Cleveland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, I'm thinking who should be number one on your list. The late, great Gase Brown that won the championship for the Detroit Tigers uh, World Series. Do you know where they got Gase Brown from? Where the Shawshank Redemption was made out of the Mansfield Reformatory as a teenager. And he made the major leagues. And I think he was hitting balls 500 feet back then. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Hell, hell Brown. no. I was, 19, hell. 1960. Hell, oh, hold on. Go ahead. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. who the hell is he, and why, why Why? would you say he belongs number one on the list? If I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know every every athlete ever lived, but why, why do you think he'd be number one? Because he came out of the Mansfield Reformatory 
as a teenager, and the Detroit Tigers took a chance on him in the major leagues, and he won the 1968 championship for him. I think he was the MVP, 1968 or runner-up, and he was hitting balls 500 feet. Uh, he passed away about 10 years ago. He played with Willie Horton, Tony Horton. I used to watch him come to Cleveland and hit 500 feet home runs off of Sutton okay. Sam McDowell. He was that a is, beast. That is an amazing story for someone to be incarcerated and to come yes. out and have success without a shadow of a doubt. I, I don't know in the big, gigantic, grand scheme of things. I, I don't know if uh, he would top the story of Kurt Warner, but uh, I, I guess he'd be a little bit more regional, Michael, for you. Thank you for calling from Cleveland. No, he, he played for Detroit. He went regional for me. Gabe Brown beat everybody. That's what before Reggie Jackson. Okay. Well, I mean, when he, I when I say when I say when I say regional, I mean he he ain't that far from you being in Cleveland. I'm looking it up right here. He's from Ohio, and yeah. I don't think I don't think it's that far off the being in a Midwest city to another. My point is nationally, mm-hmm. this is a national show. I I would say probably the majority of our listeners are not familiar with Gates Brown. Well, they know about him now because they. And, and another thing, and we appreciate. And hold on, right. we we right. we appreciate that because now I'm gonna look him up some more, Michael. Okay. Okay, sir. You do not. You so nice. I'll try. Thank you so okay. much, yes. Michael. We do this Late for a living. Day. I've I've never I've never heard of that story before, you man. So thank you. Yeah, he passed away about ten years ago. Right. Um, he should be a Hall of Famer for uh, what he did in the major leagues, for where he came from. Oh, okay. And the, the, the home runs he was hitting. He was in the home runs like Luke Easter hit and way before Barry Bonds was hitting them like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love you, man. I love you too, Michael. Thank you. <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking at his numbers here. I don't, I don't know about that, man. He might have hit home runs 500-something feet. It's his best season. He had 15 home runs and 54 RBIs. 272 average. Yeah. He didn't play. uh, Oh, my God. He he didn't have one season where he played more than 123 games. Uh, Yeah, not quite. I mean, I I guess great great story being incarcerated. Oh, hell yeah. Right. I mean, he might make your next top six when you do a Cinderella story for an athlete, but he's not making the Hall of Fame anytime soon. Yeah. These these are not these are not Hall of Fame numbers. God rest his soul, but no, this is uh, this ain't it. I'll, I'll look at his playoff uh, game log, but uh, this ain't it. Well, I learned I learned about somebody new today. Gates Brown made his debut in 1963, played until 1975. God bless him. Eight five five two one two four CBS is the JR Sport Re Show. I'm gonna get some more of your calls on the other side of the break, so don't you move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Kane is in the building.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I listen to your show almost every night, at least for a little bit at a time. You do such a good job, man. I said it then, I'm going to say it again. You deserve a raise. Whoever needs to hear that, get this audio up to them. Second time I'm calling, second time I'm saying. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. The phone lines are open. It's 855-212-4CBS. I'm, I'm laughing coming out of the break uh, because the, just the Draymond Green stuff continues on. Uh, I, I'll tell you the funny, and then we'll get to the serious. We'll, we're going to play you some audio uh, from Kevin Durant a, a few minutes ago giving his thoughts on Draymond, his suspension. We know one of the suspensions that uh, Draymond Green did receive was because of conduct, conduct detrimental. De- excuse me, conduct detrimental to the team uh, when Durant was still on the Warriors, because Draymond wanted to kind of yell at Durant about how we don't need you to win a championship, etc. And we'll play that momentarily. As I stare here on Twitter, and feel free to check this out at Jr. Sport Brief. There is a clip where it goes: the opponent breathes. And then it says Draymond Green, and it is a clip of Kurt Angle. Yes, the Olympic gold medalist, WWE, whatever he is, beat your ass guy. Legit, he would kick your ass. He's just flying off of a stage onto another wrestler, and it's supposed to be Draymond Green. Like, the guy just exists, and Draymond will just whoop your ass for no reason. So it's kind of funny. My description, probably not so good. Check it out. I just retweeted it. At JR Sport Brief. I think it's hilarious. Now, having said that, uh, we did hear from Kevin Durant uh, tonight. The Brooklyn Nets were in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, somehow, some way, uh, all of the Phoenix Sun stars played. Durant was in action last night. He wasn't because of a sprained ankle. He had 27. Booker had 34. Bradley Beal had 14. And the Brooklyn Nets beat the Suns 116 to 112. Cam Thomas, 24. Mikael Bridges in a return had 21. Cam Johnson had 15. Uh, But the deal is, after the game, Kevin Durant was asked about Draymond Green, about the hit, about the indefinite suspension, an interesting perspective being former teammates and winning titles with the Warriors, and this is what Durant had to say. Yesterday about Draymond and Nurkic, did you what was your reaction to that and Draymond getting the indefinite suspension? Yeah, that was insane to see. Uh, glad Nurk is all right. Uh, never seen that before on a basketball court in the NBA game. I hope Draymond gets the help he needs. Uh, it's been incident after incident. So uh, I know Draymond, and that's not, you know, he doesn't, he, he hasn't been that way when I was around him and coming into the league. So hopefully he gets the help he needs and, get back on the court and, you know, put all this stuff behind them. Yeah, I said that earlier on to open up the show. Like Draymond Green's behavior, all this kicking, punching, choking, fighting, grabbing, this didn't start until they started winning. It's like they started winning and then he's just like, oh, I I, got to do this. I have to act this way in order for us to win, and it's it's so far from the truth. And he's, he's just completely, completely gone overboard. And so we don't know how long indefinite will be. That's the point of an indefinite suspension. January? Anything shorter, I'd, I'd go, wow. That was a waste of time. 
855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Hey, Shep, did, did anybody uh, answer your question about the movie? No. Well, you want to share it now? What are we, what are we doing? I think that, yeah, tell Marco. Ask Marco. Right, I hear you. I mean, I, to me, Jr. I think every, this should be automatic. Like the guy was a bartender. The guy never played college football. He made the Philadelphia Eagles. How does nobody mention this guy as a Cinderella athlete as one of your top six? He's he's up there. I don't know how someone hasn't gotten this yet. Is this the, is that that field goal kicking guy? No. Oh. Hey, Marco, help me. I don't watch movies, Marco. Do you know who he's talking about? I do, but I can't place the name. Mark Wahlberg played him in the movie. He played for Dick Vermeule's Eagles. You're correct. Uh, he made the team. I just I can't, I can't place his name. Wasn't this I didn't movie? see the movie, but I know the story. Wasn't this from, like, what, 10 years ago? Yeah, the movie was 10 years ago, correct. Yeah, and this was in the, I want to say, uh, late 80s. 70s or early 80s? Yeah. early 80s when Vermeule made a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Right, that was in... Uh, in 80. So I don't know if this story, I don't remember, I don't think he was there for that. So I want to say this was the late 70s when he oh, actually made the Italian, team. It's that Italian guy, right? Y- yeah, exactly. Yes, but I can't think of his name. Help Vince me out. Papali. Papali. That's yeah. what well, it is. Thank you, That's Chef. the ultimate Cinderella. Well, explain explain this movie again for me. i never seen this well, movie. Well, the guy, the guy never played college football. And so he goes to an open tryout, and he's a part-time bartender and he makes the Philadelphia Eagles. If that's not a Cinderella story in terms of professional sports, I don't know what is. Like, DeVito, like, JR, this is a great top six list that you have. But all these guys played at a major program, at least in college sports. This guy never even played D3. So where, where did he end? Well, he ended as a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. And then, and then he got cut eventually, and Dick and him cried about it. Um, Dick Vermeil, that is. I want to be very clear about that. And uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and, 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 and then Vince McCauley became a broadcaster for the Eagles. So so how long? I mean, w- was this like Jeremy Lin-esque? Was he around for a he, month? And, like, yeah, what are he, we talking about? He played longer. So he, he didn't have a long career. Um, but he did have a longer career than Tim Tebow. I know that. Oh, so more than three years. Right. Did he? Yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive he played at least two or three he years. He was definitely a special teamer. I didn't think he played that long, right. but and that's had, possible. Uh, and one of those special players, teamer, okay. Well, I mean, again, look, I'm not going to... I'm not going to downplay. He did make the t- the fact that Dick Vermeil held an open tryout for the Philadelphia Eagles, like in the streets. Hey, if you want to try to play football, come play for us. Like that was the weirdest part to the whole thing. And they never thought they were going to get an athlete, and they found one. And I think he was like a gunner. He was he was a good special teamer, and right. he was like a heart and soul kind of guy. And that was back when they had I want to say six preseason games, and he eventually made the team. But I didn't think he lasted more than a year. But I didn't see the movie. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Kurt Warner because he actually <laughs> had success at the end. He was at the end. What what would you say this dude was doing? Garbage? Oh, he's a bartender. Oh, a bartender. <laughs> I call him a garbage man. <laughs> garbage man sounds better. I'm sorry, it does. A trash collector. There was a movie know. with Tony Danza where he was like a Philadelphia kicker. That was like a fiction movie. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I right, thought right. of that. I, I know Tony. He's a nice guy. He's actually in uh, one of these 50-cent things right now. Which one is it? He Raising Canaan. He was a field goal kicker in a movie? I don't remember that. I remember the Angels in the yeah, outfield. I didn't, I didn't realize that. There's been okay. a lot of sports movies. Well, okay. He was. Tony's a good dude. Good dude. Humble guy. Nice guy. Humble dude. Anyway, I, I got to look up. Uh, he was a bo- He's a really good boxer, by the way. Who? Tony Danza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he fought for real. Yeah. Yeah, really good he boxer. Did. That's how I know him. 
God rest his soul. My guy Cha Cha was a boxing promoter in Little Italy, oh. and at one point in time, he had uh, he managed Tony Danza. That's you, how I met him. You scared the hell out of me because when you said God rest his soul, I thought you were talking about Tony Danza, and I was like, Don't no, tell my God Cha Cha. I know. Dead, oh, yeah. thank God. I'm not. No, I'm sorry. I'm I just thank told God you Tony Danza's Tony Danza's right. acting in one of Fifty Cent's okay. uh, shows. Good, good, because he's, he's dead. Good, because we've had too many. We've had too many classic actors. Uh, passed away recently so nah my god cha-cha's dead and, and th he's, there was a phenomenal buried under that uh that famous church on mott street got you there was a phenomenal actor that passed away yesterday and i'm gonna butcher his name and i apologize and don't say it it's the black guy that plays the police officer correct just uh, leave yes, it there okay if you don't know his name, then do, don't do it. Butcher it. Go ahead. No, it's uh, no, but, uh, but it's it's so disrespectful. Butcher his he, name. Go for it. I, sh I should know this name. It's completely disrespectful that I don't. It's, uh, it's uh, Andre right? Andre Broher. He was a fun, but he was in so much more than that. Like he was in Glory with uh, Denzel. Um, he is a phenomenal talent that I don't think a lot of people were aware that he was even sick, and he passed away in his early sixties. That's that's young. He's one of the black guys that always plays a cop in the shows. <laughs> Well, he's a he's got you so much range. Yeah, yeah, but he was also a guy that was in so many TV series and, and movies, and he he had a great role in Men of a Certain Age with Ray Romano. Um, he was Ray, such a versatile Ray, actor. Ray Romano. Oh, I haven't heard that name in a yeah. long time. Oh yeah, Ray Ray is a funny ass dude, by the way. And he was in Ray was oh, in a movie, and I I it's with it was with. Um, uh, Hoffa, uh, he play, You know what I'm talking about, Marco. You know exactly the movie I'm talking about, right? I know <laughs> with, about. With I know about the real uh, Jimmy Ha. I don't know about no, no movie. but but this was this was like Sebastian. I, I forget the comedian's last name, but like De Niro, Pesci. Um, yeah, the Scorsese movie. That yeah, came you know out exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. But, yes. Like uh, the, Don Rickles was in it, not the actual Don Rickles, but uh, Jim Norton who played Don Rickles. I don't know why I'm forgetting <laughs> this movie, but it was a huge, huge movie like two years ago. And Ray Romano was in that, and that's really his last claim to fame. Because Ray is Ray's a really good actor. He's not just known for Everybody Loves Raymond. Although, if you're going to do a show, uh, you know, don't copy I Love Lucy, but that's just me. This is why I do sports. <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch this stuff. <laughs> I know. I thought you were going to say this is why I don't let Shep talk normally. <laughs> I think we're going to go with it. No, I, no, I, I would. I would Thanks I would, a lot, Marco. I'm messing with you. Yeah. But you know what you know, movie I'm talking watch, about. I, do. I don't watch right. TV. I don't watch movies like that. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I know these people. I know the names. Right. I know what they look like. See, I can Google this and cheat. I, I don't know why I can't remember. The I know movie. the book it's based off. I hear you paint houses, but I know that's not what they named the movie. That yeah, was originally yeah, going to yeah, be, yeah. and then they changed the, it, but I can't remember. I don't. What the hell are y'all talking about? That's the movie that he's mentioning with Ray Romano, who wasn't in it for very long. Right, right. In the movie, the Scorsese movie that came out on Netflix with yeah. De Niro, Pesci, and. Al Pacino. Does it have to do with sports? Not at all. No, it has to do with Jimmy Hoffa. But it's, it's like the bet. It's like the it. It's one of the biggest movies made in the last ten years. Okay. You all at one point didn't you also say? Well, eh, never mind. Listen, I'm not. I, I'm not going to audition for uh, Siskel and Ebert anytime soon. Off of tonight, that's for damn sure. Yeah, nah, didn't you? One one time you said that like soccer or bat. You said everybody in the world knew Kevin Durant. Did you say that one time? Uh, I well. No, you also no, no, said that no, you could no, beat that, Mike Tyson in no, no, no. a fight. You said that no, too, right? What, what I said, well, that's true. Mike Tyson's so almost. I, I don't know if I could take you saying a movie was one of the best over the last no, 10 years. No, JR, the, the, the latest movie that Martin Scorsese directed with De Niro Pacino, um, the other guy from Taxi's in it. Why am I, uh, why am I forgetting his name? Oh, Har Harvey Cattell. Harvey Cattell. This is one of the best movies Cattell? made in the last 10 years. I, the I, Irishman? That's what uh, it is. The, the Irishman, yes. And it's really not one of the best movies in the made in the last 10 years. But that's oh, my opinion. Have. Look at the amount of awards it won.
That's that's not I my opinion. I don't think it won a lot of awards. It I think it got nominated for a lot. It did won a lot of awards. Yeah, yes. You you once said multiple times you could beat Mike Tyson in a fight, and I stand by it, Jr. <laughs> but so when you say when you say that, and then tell me a movie is one of the best in the last ten years, I just got it. It is, Jr. Look at look at the amount of talent that's in the movie. It. Look look at the director. Talent and director, no doubt. The movie left you a little flat. And it was a it was little, a little too long. long. But so was La La Land, and everyone had that winning 10 Oscars, I've too. I've never seen it. Well, you're better off not seeing La La Land. But, JR. Never heard of but, it either. But the, la- right, but the the last thing I'll say is, to your point about what I said, what uh, I, my, my claim was not about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is, because of the NBA being on a global stage, one of the most popular athletes on planet Earth. But the guy I mentioned yeah. was Novak Djokovic, because tennis right. is the second most popular sport worldwide. What about Novak What about him? Novak Djokovic is one of the most recognizable athletes in the world. I would yeah, say the majority yeah, of the is. world knows who that is. That's that's all I was saying. No, I don't no, that's not. No, you said something else. That's what no, I said. No, you said something. No, it was something about everybody in America knows Kevin Durant. Oh, I did say that, but that's true though, JR. Everybody knows who Ke- I'm not saying every human being living in America knows who Kevin Durant is, but anybody with a brain, if I said the name oh, Kevin no. Durant, people would be able to identify that as an athlete. No. You, you think you yes. think the majority of America? The majority of America knows who Kevin Durant is. Three hundred and what are we up to? Twenty fifty. Yeah. I'm not saying they're going to be able to talk about Wanda. I'm not saying they're going to be able to talk about that he led the nation in scoring when he was an 18 year old freshman at Texas and then played for OKC. Okay, I, I remember this conversation. Right, now. but any, and, anybody, and, my, yeah. and my my point to you was there are a lot of people in America who don't give a damn about basketball, but they know Kevin Durant. No, they don't. <laughs> Kevin Durant's in enough movies. Jeff, I, 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 I'm telling you now I can go home in a few hours My wife has no idea who Kevin Durant is And I do this for a living Report back to us tomorrow I guarantee that. you Report back She to would us have tomorrow. no idea There's so many right. people Shep, There are so many people in America Who get up and try to make money They do not give a damn about the NBA uh-huh. They do not give a damn about the Suns They give a damn about putting food on the table I get that and they do not care or maybe have never heard about Durant. He's the same 14, way that yeah. I sit here and I think I know a good deal about a lot, I don't know what the hell you just said about <laughs> La La Land, okay? I don't know what the hell you're you talking heard, wait, about. Have you heard of Emma Stone? I've heard of her. Okay, she Kevin Durant by is more, me, Kevin I wouldn't Durant, know who she is. Kevin Dur- okay, that's my point. But Kevin Durant is more popular in America than Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Those are the two stars of La La Land, by the way. I don't know if I'd put one over the other, but I know for as many people that we have in America who are just trying to make money and don't give a damn about sports, I'm not so sure. We might be at a 50-50, but I don't know if I'd go and say the majority of America. Okay, last thing I'll say, you know Denny, who really nice guy, who works around here and and is a part of the custodial staff? Who? uh, Denny. He cleans around here? No, I don't know who that is. Okay, got you. Because I'll ask him tomorrow if he knows who Kevin Durant is. I'll, I'll ask. I'll Denny's ask. a sports fan. Okay, then I'll ask Debbie in the lobby if she knows who Kevin Durant is, and I'll ask and I'll ask Lyra as well. You 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 know that you know that America is bigger than the the people in New York City, right? <laughs> that work on our floor. <laughs> you, you know, let's let's go to uh, let's go to to Louisiana. Let's go to Idaho. Uh, let's go to somebody in Chicago who who hasn't looked at a basketball ever. I mean, come on, this there's so much more to to, to what goes. This is a big ass country with a lot of people with varying interests. I mean, we got to think about outside of our own world. So, 
Yeah. Anyway, when you say things like that and that you could beat Mike Tyson in a fight, <laughs> telling me that some movie was the best over the past 10 years makes me go, ah. Shep right. said he could beat up Mike Tyson. I don't know. <laughs> Do a poll on this tomorrow. When we have more time, I guarantee you more people are going to agree with me. I don't. Listen, we, we can't get elections right in the United States of America. <laughs> I don't know if we have a, a sample size decent enough to see if the majority of America knows who Kevin Durant is. And do we, it on we'll a sports show. Say again? And do it on a sports show. <laughs> <laughs> Might skew those numbers a bit. Yeah, I know skewed, right? I could ask about Kevin Durant right now. I think 100% of people listening would know who he is, but... It's small sample size. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I know about Kevin Durant. Don't ask me about La La Land. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, I got to shut up. I'm going to be back with you tomorrow at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. Here's the deal. We've talked so much about Draymond Green, his suspension. The NBA as well. Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. Giannis scores a franchise record 64 points tonight for the Bucks, beating the Pacers. And then the Pacers take the game ball. Nikola Jokic, a multiple-time MVP, he gets the boot. He gets tossed last night. And, and think about this. Tomorrow, it's been reported that John Morant is going to address and speak to the media. This is the first time since he was suspended last year. John Morant should, should be back to playing basketball following his suspension next week. And then we got Thursday night football tomorrow. I can't wait for this. The Chargers and the Raiders. Easton Stick versus Aiden O'Connell. I can't wait to take a nap. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. If you missed a minute or a second of the show, you can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. I'll be back tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. Thank you so much to super producer and host Dave Shepard. Thank you to everybody who called up and contributed, contributed, gave a thought, gave an idea for tonight's top six list. Top six Cinderella athletes. Kurt Warner was number one. You want the full top six? Go ahead, hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. You can find me everywhere on the internet. I am at JR Sport Brief. Wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, be safe, be well, be cool, be smooth. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm done. I'm gone. But Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next. Be safe, folks. Thank you, Chef. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.